0: Hi, good morning. I've been healing the past few days, feeling like I just need to sit with fear that I am okay to trust fall in the universe, that my schema and thermostat has been set Differently up to this point, it's impossible for me to get an idea, a sense, or even try to manifest anything different because I don't know different. And I had been afraid, but I found compassion. Because I don't know any different. Because my schema and my thermostat has been set. A certain way it's impossible for me to. Try to sense a future. Other than what I had known. These stories. So it's best to just sit. And I came upon a chapter about something similar to this, in the deep heart. The inherently grounding nature of reality applies equally well to the discovery of who we really are. Ordinarily, we subconsciously cling to a story of being a flawed, limited, and separate self. In truth, Our highly conditioned, normal identity is not who we really are, but we become ungrounded when we believe in this identity. We have a nagging sense of being a fraud, of not being fully real, and something in us knows that we are living a lie. We also feel an an underlying, subtle anxiety. By consciously and subconsciously taking a stand as an illusory, separate self, we rely on a false ground, clinging to it for dear life. On some level, we feel like a little polar bear on a melting chunk of arctic ice, doubting that we really can swim, or that we can swim. Huh, that's exactly what I'm feeling like. Continuing, when our provisional ground feels threatened, as it often does, we tend to grasp it more tightly. Questioning and letting go of our familiar story is disorienting, sometimes greatly so. It can feel as if our ground is falling away or being pulled out from under us like a rug. Understandably, we resist losing our known foothold. For this reason, self-honesty and vulnerability are critically important qualities on this path. Do we really want to know the truth? Are we willing to give up our most cherished illusions for it? Most of us are reluctant to let go of our familiar identities because we imagine that they keep keep us safe. What happens if we lose our chronic grip? The conditioned mind fears a free fall into a terrifying abyss and reflexively projects and resists an imaginary annihilation. Wow. The reality is quite different. When we truly relax and let go, our familiar contracted ground softens and melts and we have the sense of tapping into the source of life itself. A luminous darkness full of pure potentiality unfolds in our awareness. We begin to sense an underground ballast like the keel of a sailboat and we feel supported by an invisible unshakable, and, and unchanging ground. As a result, we are less likely to keel over when challenging circumstances arise, instead we sense a fathomless resilience. Hmm. and he includes some meditation. I'm gonna read it. Opening to the ground, find a place where you won't be disturbed. Sit comfortably, upright, close your eyes and take several deep, slow breaths. Feel the weight your body held by whatever you are sitting on. Then relax to being held. Bring your attention to your pelvis and imagine that you can directly inhale from and exhale into the ground beneath your feet. Let your exhalation completely empty out into a bottomless space beneath your body. Wait for the inhalation to come of its own as if it is also arising from the space below. Allow your attention to completely dissolve into this bottomless open space. Be this space and rest in it for as long as you like. Hmm, wow, I'm going to focus on that. Exciting, the next section is survival, sex, and power and overview. Talking about the Hara, Hara? Hmm. Wow, I'll need this. All right, that is all for now. So. Yeah, interesting, my timer went off. (laughs) Done reading for the morning, begin the day. Mm, Maybe I'll go back and take a little nap. Thanks for being here. I'm continuing the uh, sex section in the book, The Deep Heart. And I would like to actually read my thoughts. I think I've shared before my thoughts on um, my thoughts and what I sense, what this sacred sex is to me. And here's what I wrote. Sacred experience, more of my explanation, is a conscious shared experience when conscious awareness of parties involved is present during a sexual experience. Being connected to one another, not just a body feel-good act as individuals. When heart, space, cock, pussy, and spirit is worshipped, and included with active awareness, the church bells are ringing. (laughs) An experience so closely shared that during that time, two souls are not in aloneness. The veil of separation is seemingly lifted to show we are all connected and of each other. This is my search. And I want to read from the book. When we bring sex out of the shadows and into the light of awareness, it tends to slow down, lighten up, and become more connected to our heart, body, and the whole of life. As we become more intimate with our true nature in an increasingly embodied way, we naturally feel more inwardly fulfilled. Our core lights up. We continue to enjoy life often taking joy in the most ordinary experiences even as we come to understand that our happiness does not depend upon any circumstance. Knowing that wealth, power, social status and sexual experiences will not make us happy allows us to relate to these conditions and energies much more lightly. But we have seen that spiritual awakening by itself is often not sufficient. It also requires self-honesty, the love for authenticity and transparency, fuels a willingness to directly face our own incongruencies, along with the denial and rationalizations that accompany them. This takes humility, humility, it also takes courage to ask your deepest knowing the following questions. What am I unwilling to see about myself? And what am I avoiding? Take a moment to try it out now. Feel and see what comes up. The truth eventually frees us, bringing greater inner ease and harmony. As we awaken and mature, our relationship to sexuality changes. We become less interested in the goal of orgasm or sexual conquest and more engaged in the process of sharing an intimate way. We take our time and are able to stop at any moment. We attune with feelings of love and appreciation and also tap into a larger life current of which eros is but one stream. Within the context of open awareness, sexuality gradually transmutes into a beautiful conscious celebratory path of shared dissolution into wholeness. It increasingly changes into true moment-to-moment lovemaking. Sean Klein described it this way, quote, In supreme intimacy there is sensitivity and a great sense of beauty and elegance. Body relationship is a crowning physical manifestation of the togetherness of a spiritual state. But for the body relation to be elevated to such heights, it must come... As a spontaneous outflowing between two lovers living really in oneness end quote, wow, yes, see, I felt that. that's exactly yes. <laughs> oh, it's amazing, so okay. Oh my goodness, sorry. I want a nap, but it's 8.20. I will get up and... As much as I would like to explore myself, my body, my fantasy, my thoughts. I'm going to get up and use that sexual energy for work around here and cleaning and organizing. So, looks like the sun might be out today. I don't know, I was, the way I've been feeling so internal and hermit and tower moments I wish the outside matched my inside and it's rain and gray clouds. Maybe I'll go for a walk. Hmm. Alright, have a day. <laughs> that was bad. Oi!